Dr. Ziad Mirza, Chief Medical Officer of MVS Wound Care Hyperbarics, right? Correct, yes. What office are you located in? My main office is in Towson, but uh-huh. we have like seven offices all over the area. Okay. And what would you? What is the, the main function of the center for, for people? What would you go there for? Just for Mainly people who don't know. dealing with difficult to heal wounds uh-huh. and uh, applying different modalities as needed. Either injuries, burns, uh, underlying medical conditions like diabetes or venous insufficiency or arterial disease. What kind of people are coming in for these treatments? Uh, we see all adult, <clears throat> adult age group patients, but the majority of patients are really elderly usually with chronic medical conditions like diabetes and vascular disease and venous disease. How many different treatments do you do? I'm, I'm sure there's there's many, many. Beside the fact that we uh, diagnose and apply the right dressing, we do a lot of uh, conventional therapies that are considered uh, extended therapies, such as hyperbaric oxygen therapy, advanced uh, wound healing modalities like uh, skin substitutes. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that the, the hyperbaric oxygen treatment, what is that? Tell me about uh, if somebody comes in, what kind of um, injuries would they have? And then tell me about the treatment to help that. So the hyperbaric oxygen therapy, by definition, is uh, getting in a chamber and breathing 100% oxygen under pressure. Typical mm. pressures are two to three atmospheric pressures. The equivalent of uh, which is uh, going under water between 33 and 66 feet of water. Instead of having air tanks, you have oxygen tanks that the equivalent would be. Uh, with that amount of oxygen, you have a uh, enrichment of the oxygen in the blood. You don't need any more the red blood cells to carry oxygen. So oxygen dissolves in the blood, and that creates an oxygen-rich environment, which by itself creates uh, free oxygen-free radicals, which are used in our body internally to signal different areas of the body, cells of the body, to produce uh, a lot of things that are beneficial to wound healing, new vessels, uh-huh. a process called neogenesis, things like growth factors that will allow wounds to heal, things like stem uh, cell mobilization from the bone marrow that will allow injured areas to heal. It activates the immune system, but also blunt the response of the immune system. With that in mind, it's used for a variety of things. It has been approved for healing difficult wounds, diabetic foot ulcers, traumatic injuries, burns, radiation injuries, etc., what is it used mostly for out of all of those? Mostly what we see in our centers are diabetic feet ulcers. This therapy, how long are you in, in that chamber for uh, at one time? Like so, how long is the treatment? So typical treatments are usually two hours. Okay. Uh, you need around 10, 15 minutes to get to pressure and 10, 15 minutes to get out of pressure. And sometimes depending on the amount of pressure we're applying, we give you air breaks. So there will be five minute air breaks every 30 minutes of treatment in case it's needed. You know, I heard uh, recently that there was um, a former late night celebrity that that had burns. Did he go through this type of treatment as he well? Did, yes, he, his burns I believe they were listed deep enough to require hyperbaric oxygen therapy. We're trying to set some parameters to what benefit it might have to the overall body, not just for wounds or burns or traumatic injuries. There are studies coming out of Israel showing an effect on aging, anti-aging, oh. and brain brain trauma and dementia. So there's a lot of potential for this science. Everybody's looking forward to the uh, fountain of youth, right? They're trying to get <laughs> yeah, stay sense. young. So we have our genome, but then everything else that our genome manifests is an epigenome. 
So what we eat, what we drink, what we breathe, is that all epigenome? Uh, how we socialize, it's our epigenome. Yeah. So hyperbaric now is showing this affects the epigenome. Does the gene manifest itself or is it shut down or is it reprogrammed as such? Yeah. The chamber itself is compressed with air. And when the patient needs the treatment, the oxygen treatment, there's a hood, like an astronaut hood that goes on them. Oh, really? And they, that hood is, is supplied with oxygen. Treatments, as I mentioned earlier, are between two and three atmospheric pressure. The home uh, inflatable chambers are around 1.3 atmospheric pressure. And what is the success rate for, for healing with this? I assume pretty high. It's been used for... You know. So our rates are always very high mm-hmm. because you have to apply it in such a way that it's an adjunct treatment. So if you're doing, let us say, surgery like the celebrity had, you cannot just give hyperbaric. It's right. an adjunct to appropriate surgical and medical intervention. Uh-huh. So if appropriate medical and surgical interventions are put in place, the rates can be in the 80-90% uh, healing rates. The science itself is, is mind-boggling. That's, it has its own board. You can sit for a board as such. It has not been taught well in medical schools over the years simply because it's a very, very, very limited and very detailed uh, type of intervention that only limited physicians go into that. So it's not something that as an internist, which is what I originally started my career in, I did not know much about hyperbaric, maybe except few things related to diving. Right. But as I started specializing into wound care, I found that there is a huge amount of application that is, uh, as I mentioned, that is an adjunct to appropriate mm-hmm. medical and surgical intervention. So we're not really just doing hyperbaric as a standalone. And this is where the fun part becomes. This is where you get involved in the medical literature. You start looking at what else is happening in the world and trying to put things together. But at the, at the essence of it, it's really that gush of oxidative stress. So by creating a huge amount of free radicals, we refer to it as oxygen, oxygen reactive species, which causes a oxidative stress on the body. Uh-huh. We have oxida- oxidative stress when we exercise. If I go out jogging for an hour, make no mistake, my body is going to be producing oxygen-free radicals. Right. And this is the benefit of exercise. But we're doing it in such a way that it's a controlled environment. If we overdo it, it definitely becomes toxic to the body. So it's a metered dose of oxidation that's needed for the immune system and for the cell function and the body function to wake up. It's like giving a slap, a wake-up slap on somebody's cheek. Hey, right. wake up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, That's what this does. We're unique in the sense that in the state of Maryland, we initiated the freestanding centers. Okay. So we're the only entity that has freestanding hyperbaric centers and wound care centers that are not affiliated or regulated in a hospital setting. And that saves money, actually. Sure. It saves money because there's no facility fee. Mm -hmm. The science is available and providers are available. So there's no reason why it cannot be available to the public. We got to get the word out. That's what this is for, I think. Thank you so much, Dr. Ziad Mirza, Chief Medical Officer, MVS Wound Care Hyperbarics. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Gives a lot of great information. Thank you. Thank you.